The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. Once seen as dirty and disorganized, wet markets are now drawing the attention of young Chinese travelers, signaling a growing appreciation for authentic local experiences. Instead of blindly following internet celebrity attractions that go viral online, some young travelers are delving into genuine experiential exploration of local areas. Traditionally the heart of Chinese communities, wet markets were the primary source for fresh produce, meat, fish, and other daily essentials, and served as the bedrock for most home-cooked meals. Yet in recent decades, they've waned in popularity, especially among the younger generation, who often grapple with evolving family dynamics, burgeoning work demands, and a tilt towards takeaway food. But now, signs of a resurgence in interest are evident, particularly on social media platforms. On the lifestyle app Xiaohonghu, the topic a guide to the wet market has garnered almost 65 million views. And on the social platform Doban, membership in the wet market enthusiasts group has surged to almost 160,000, a jump from 100,000 just three years ago. In July... Data from the review platform Dianping revealed a 120% month-on-month spike in searches for wet markets, while guide notes associated with the topic almost doubled and reviews surged by 170%. Adapting to the renewed interest and changing demographics, wet markets are undergoing significant transformations. The disorderly stalls of the past have given way to clean, organized sections designated for vegetables, meat, and seafood. Many markets have also modernized with the introduction of QR code payments and some even offer home delivery options. Several markets have now undergone renovations, presenting a more contemporary ambience, catering to the young generation. Some have even introduced coffee. For Zhang Huili, a 23-year-old from Zhejiang, the allure of wet markets goes beyond mere shopping. She sees them as a gateway to understanding a city's essence. 
She said that internet celebrity attractions are all the same, yet wet markets offer a fresh sense of travel. Zhang said that she would stop and talk to the vendors, which is a great way to learn about the local culture. This is special English. At eight thirty p.m., the high beam lamps at a square went off on time, with the hustle and bustle fading gradually. The birds hovering over the square flew by, even during the past eight-day holiday for the mid-autumn festival and National Day. Occasions traditionally for festive illuminations, Lan Shan County in central China's Hunan Province extinguished the lamps every day to allow migratory birds to pass by. Haunted by lights, the birds migrating at night are prone to get lost because of. The photo taxis. The lights out program has made way for the birds' migration. That is according to Zheng Changbin, an official in charge of road maps from the county's urban management and law enforcement bureau. Zheng added that neon lights were also encouraged to be off. The lights out program was initiated in 2020 as part of the county's efforts to protect migratory birds and battle illegal fowling. Located on the northern side of the Nanling Mountains, Lan Shan County is an important passageway for the migration of birds. In the past. Villagers often lit up the night on hills to attract the birds and hunt them, leading to a shrinking population of migratory birds. Fifty-two-year-old Zhang Chouqiang, one of the former bird hunters, said that fowling used to be a major source of income. For local villagers, things have changed since 2012, when the concept of beautiful China was proposed as a grand goal for ecological progress. Fowling was forbidden in the same year in Lanshan, and the local people started to explore how to better protect migratory birds. And live in harmony with birds, making use of the resources of lucid waters and lush mountains. The county has developed ecological tourism, with many former bird hunters, including Jiang, working at tourist resorts. They also serve as part-time guardians at three stations set up. For bird protection, Jiang said they were on duty from 7 p.m. every day 
to the early morning the next day, during the peak migration season. Their efforts have paid off. According to the latest observation data this year, the number of migratory birds flying over the county has surged to 3.5 million, from 2 million in 2012, with the number of species exceeding 100, from 60 in 2012. You're listening to Special English. The T-15E series bus from the Chinese brand Yutong has received a double award from Bus World Europe, both the label of design excellence and the label of ecological excellence at the biennial trade show in Brussels. Yutong's T-15E model is an ultra-luxurious, 15-metre-long, battery-powered tourist bus. It was commended for its excellent performance in terms of energy consumption, thanks to its lightweight design and energy-saving technology. This 26th edition of Bus World Europe, which ran from October the 7th until the 12th, saw the participation of 526 exhibitors from manufacturers in Europe, Asia and Africa. In recent years, Chinese buses have gradually moved towards the development of a high-end brand image, and the Bus World Expo provides opportunities for Chinese bus makers to enter the global market. In addition to Yutong, Chinese bus makers included BYD, Golden Dragon, and Haiger, also showcasing their technological innovations during the show. BYD, the world's leading manufacturer of new energy vehicles, presented two of its new e-bus models at the event. Haiger presented its latest model, the Fencer, for the first time and has been nominated for the Buzzworld Europe 2023 Vehicle Awards. Another major Chinese bus manufacturer, Zhongtong Bus, attracted the attention of visitors with its hydrogen fuel model N12. This is Special English. Twenty-five hundred years ago, an old man rode on his buffalo and headed west of China. Before he vanished into the wild, he left behind a book of 5,000 words, which for the next two and a half millennia would have shaped the Chinese way of thinking. Subscribe to the sayings of Lao Tzu and find out why generals with wisdom yield after winning the ultimate battle and how staying behind just might help you get ahead of others. 
The Sayings of Lao Tzu is available on all major podcast platforms. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures, and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows, and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. You're listening to Special English. Brazil, a leading orange juice exporter, accounting for about 60% of the global supply, has seen its orange juice stock sharply drop to around 85,000 tons, a 40% decrease yearly. That is according to the Brazilian Association of Citrus Exporters. This decline is attributed to the impact of a severe citrus plant ailment called the citrus greening disease, compounded by the effects of climate change. In an orchard in southeast Brazil's Sao Paulo state, a major orange-producing region The disease has affected 20 hectares of fruit trees, resulting in a 10% reduction in the total output. Leonardo Kraus, a business partner of a citrus growing company, said that the citrus greening disease was taking the largest toll, endangering orchards worldwide. Climate change exacerbates the situation, as oranges thrive in warm and humid conditions rather than extreme heat. In affected orchards, unripe oranges strewn around trees have become a common sight. Krauss said that the hotter weather leads to premature fruit drop as fruit does not mature enough to be picked, making growers unable to deliver fruit to buyers on time. This delay in delivery has created a ripple effect in the production chain, with orange juice producers grappling with rising prices. These producers also face other problems, Ibiapaba Neto, executive director of the association, said that with only nine months for growing and picking citruses, Brazil has to guarantee citrus supply for global markets all year round. Thus, the poor yield of this quarter, similar to the situation last quarter, falls short of market demand. The impact is felt not only in the quantity, but also in the quality of orange juice. Brazil's export of orange juice with varying sugar content stems from citrus growing in three of the four seasons in the country, making the shortfall particularly challenging. 
Neto said this is an unprecedentedly dire situation. The low stock levels not only affect the capacity for producing hybrid orange juice, but also impact the flavor, quantity, and frequency of delivery. You're listening to Special English. The China National Space Administration is offering opportunities for international cooperation on payloads that will piggyback on the country's Chang'er 8 lunar exploration mission, slated for launch around 2028. The Chang'er 8 mission is open to all countries. And international organizations for collaboration on either mission, system, or single machine levels, in order to encourage more major original discoveries. The Chang'er 8 mission, a key task in the fourth stage of China's lunar probe, will carry out more lunar geological detection and research. Lunar-based observations of Earth, as well as a small, closed terrestrial ecosystem experiment on the Moon's surface, preference will be given to international cooperation bids at mission level, involving a collaborative probe and interaction between two spacecraft. Also, the joint development of lunar robots. Capable of basic operations on the moon's surface and other complementary science payloads and highly innovative science projects are preferred. The lander of the Chang'er 8 probe will provide a 200 kilogram payload resource, but any standalone module must be less than 100 kilograms. The proposals for international cooperation must be submitted before December the thirty-first this year. The preliminary and final selections will be completed by April and September next year, respectively. The Chang'er Eight will constitute, together with Chang'er Seven, the basic model of a lunar research station. The Chang'er Seven probe is expected to be sent into space around 2026 to implement resource exploration of the lunar south pole. China will, meanwhile, send the Chang'er Six to the Moon around 2024 to collect samples from its far side, as planned, carrying payloads from France. Italy, Pakistan, and the European Space Agency, which include a negative ion detector and a radon gas detector. The Chang'er 5, launched in 2020, was the country's most recent mission to the Moon. Its probe retrieved a total of 1,731 grams of lunar soil. From the near side. This is special English.
The Gansu Tiandu Museum in northwest China's Gansu Province has launched four online exhibitions related to the ancient Tiandu culture. Tiandu are the bamboo and wooden slips on which ancient Chinese people wrote using ink and brushes before the invention of paper. The exhibitions include high-resolution images of the museum's cultural artifacts, accompanied by detailed text and voice explanations, to help audiences gain a deeper understanding of the items on display. Xu Rei, the museum's deputy curator, said that the digital exhibitions also include interactive experiences such as riddle challenges and jiandu making games. The museum is China's only provincial-level museum focusing on bamboo and wooden slips. It has a collection of almost. Forty thousand such slips, dating back some two thousand years. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Once seen as dirty and disorganized, wet markets are now drawing the attention of young Chinese travelers, signaling a growing appreciation for authentic local experiences. Instead of blindly following internet celebrity attractions that go viral online, some young travelers are delving into genuine experiential exploration of local areas. Traditionally, the heart of Chinese communities. Wet markets were the primary source for fresh produce, meat, fish, and other daily essentials, and served as the bedrock for most home-cooked meals. Yet, in recent decades, they've waned in popularity, especially among the younger generation, who often grapple with evolving family dynamics, burgeoning work demands, and a tilt towards takeaway food. But now, signs of a resurgence in interest are evident, particularly on social media platforms. On the lifestyle app Xiao Hong Hu, the topic "A Guide to the Wet Market" has garnered almost 65 million views, and on the social platform Douban, membership in the wet market enthusiasts group has surged to almost 160,000, a jump from 100,000 just three years ago. In July, data from the review platform Dianping revealed a 120% month-on-month spike in searches for wet markets, while guide notes associated with the topic almost doubled, and reviews surged by 170%. Adapting to the renewed interest and changing demographics, wet markets are undergoing significant transformation. The disorderly stalls of the past have given way to clean, organized sections. Designated for vegetables, meat, and seafood, many markets have also modernized with the introduction of QR code payments, and some even offer home delivery options. Several markets have now undergone renovations, presenting a more contemporary ambiance, catering to the young generation. Some have even introduced coffee. For Zheng Huili, a 23-year-old from Zhejiang, the allure of wet markets goes beyond mere shopping. She sees them as a gateway to understanding a city's essence, 
She said that internet celebrity attractions are all the same, yet wet markets offer a fresh sense of travel. Zhang said that she would stop and talk to the vendors, which is a great way to learn about the local culture. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>